You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, wonderful listeners and viewers. I am so happy to have you joining us today. I have a very special guest. She lives uh, near Charlotte, North Carolina in the USA. We've got listeners all around the planet. So I always like to say where you're from. And she has overcome so much in her life. And it's an incredible story, overcoming a traumatic brain injury and other health issues. And now she's gone on to create this wonderful business where she She helps other people in their businesses to decrease stress, to create a more fulfilling life, to lead their teams. You know, she's just really an expert at helping people to remove blocks and to just get into a deeper level of success and more fulfilling life. And so I'm really happy to introduce her to you. Mallory, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Isn't it so fun how we can just be so far away from each other and connect and just reach so many different people on the planet these days? Oh, that's one thing I love about the digital age, that's for sure. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. Before we get started, I want to give out your website in case people want to be checking it out while we're talking. And it is Mallory, M-A-L-O-R-I-E dash Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E dot com. So please do check her out on Facebook as well. It's Mallory Nicole. But that website again is Mallory, M-A-L-O-R-I-E dash Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E dot com. Check out the website while we chat, check it out later, whatever you would like to do. But let's dive right into your story. I'd love to start with overcoming a traumatic brain injury because, you know, we've all overcome things in our lives. And, you know, we may have, say, a car accident and break our arm or break our leg. And that's a very traumatic thing to recover from. But I would think when you're recovering from a brain injury and you don't necessarily have all the resources that you would have with a broken arm or a broken leg, that it would be a completely different experience. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And I equate it to a lot of the work I do now and helping people uncover their blind spots. Because what kind of happens when you go through a brain injury, at least this was my experience, can't speak for everyone, but I went through a very dark period. I was in the ICU for a week. I was also in, I was bedridden for a while after that. And then I started getting healthy and getting better, but there was no cognitive ability to understand what better was at that point in time compared to what better or normal was prior to the brain injury. So as far as I was concerned, I was ready to go. I was fine. I was normal. I was okay going back to school. This was 10 years ago. So this was another phase of life, but I was working well enough. My brain was working well enough to where I could go back to school and everything was okay. So I go to take the cognitive ability test and I scored on the bottom 98 percentile at that point in my life on that test. So you're right in saying that you have these resources. When you can look at your arm, you know it's broken. You know it needs to be fixed. You know you need to go to the hospital. You know it needs to be taken care of. When you lose part of your brain, you kind of know, but you don't really know. And it's very challenging to identify what normal was and what's working right now as you're going through the healing process. So after you took that test and realized you're at the bottom 98%, (laughs) then what? Yeah. Deep waves of sadness. (laughs) Uh, 
on a lot of really trust and knowingness. I remember the doctor telling me that and thinking like, this is not going to be my permanent reality. I hear you and I understand what you're saying, but this is going to change. And I think we all sometimes have those points in our life where we just feel something a little stronger inside than what's currently in our hands and what we're dealing with. And I kind of knew everything was going to be okay, but I did have to accept the reality of his acknowledging, if you go back to school right now, you're going to fail. There's no way that you can handle this. And not resisting that because he was right. My brain needed time to heal. So I took some more time to heal. So when you got to the point where you could say, I have overcome this, what did that process look like? So interesting question. I had to go back and get another test six months later. And on this test, I actually scored at the top 98. So I went from like the bottom to the top in a six month period, which was kind of crazy. And at that point in time, I had already made a decision to take a, I guess you'd call it a gap, a gap year sabbatical from university, from college. And I took that as almost a clearance of, okay, what's next? I've got this time off. I'm not just going to sit around. You know, I was living at my parents' house at the time, which is not what I expected. Not anything. If you looked at a life plan, there was nothing in there that said at 21, move back in with parents. That was not on there, right? So I get this information from the doctor and I almost use it as a clearance. And from then I decided to go travel. So I actually moved to New Zealand. I bought a one-way ticket, moved to New Zealand, spent some time traveling. You can imagine my parents Parents were super thrilled about that at the time, just recovering from a brain injury, right? But it really showed me that life's short. We never know what's going to happen. We never know really where we're headed as far as traumatic and crazy things that can come into our life and show up and create massive pivots very quickly. That's just part of being a human being and that's just part of living. And it's when we become victim to those things and allow them to create this identity about life as working against us that we get stuck. And so at that point in time, I did not want to let this create an identity around who I was about getting stuck and staying stagnant. And I did go and travel. So in that, you know, I find for me, travel is just the best education. You know, you learn so much about other people and other cultures and you learn that we are all the same. And, you know, there's that connection no matter where you go, the history, the nature, all of those beautiful things. So when you were going through that process, I would think that it would be a really healing experience that launched you forward. You know, and I know that you teach about removing mental barriers for success. Yes. And and so is that where you kind of were able to get in touch with your creative side and and come up with this plan for the future? Or tell us more about removing creative barriers and how you removed yours. Yeah, you would think that that would be it, but it actually wasn't. I think at that point in my life, I was just not ready for becoming the person and doing the things that I do now. And there was definitely a gap in between that time period of brain injury and entrepreneurship. So I I did go and finish school and I worked for an engineering firm for a while and I had a typical nine to five job. I had some health issues that came up. So there's like the second bout of almost what I call wake up thing that happened in my life. And the health stuff was really what got me into personal development and personal growth because I saw that although I had some gut problems and some stuff that was showing up for me at the time that was unexpected, there was some deeper healing that needed to be done in my own life. 
And from that, I really started to change my environment of who I was spending time with. And I started investing in some coaching certifications and investing in a different type of education a personal growth education that I had not before. And that's just been kind of this organic, the more I grow, the more I have used social media platforms to talk about personal growth and how it connects to the business world. And so I started having people reach out to me and say, hey, I'm seeing that you're talking about these blind spots. I'm seeing that you're talking about self-worth and how it connects to business. I'm seeing that you're talking about leadership. Can you help me with these things? And you know, it's established now. It's It's been going on for a handful of years, but that's really where that turn of events kind of took place. It was as I allowed myself to grow, the things I was talking about started to change and shift and mold and the business was changing and shifting and molding too. You know, it's just absolutely so true. When we show up, you know, all these different doors open for us. And it's so funny that you're saying this because I was a guest on a podcast this morning and, you know, said too, when I shifted myself, when I allowed that personal growth piece to come, everything else fell into place. Doors and opportunities presented themselves. And because I had done the personal growth, I was ready for them. And that's what I'm hearing you say as well. And is there something that you found was a key piece to the personal growth? Something that was a big Yes, absolutely. I worked with someone one-on-one personally. I worked with her for about nine months. And then she invited me to do what is her certification process to use her resources and tools and skills in my own work with my own clients. And I have a lot of certifications, but I will always point back to the work that I did with her, the actual conversations, the shifting in my own life and seeing, oh, this is how these old patterns that have been programmed in my subconscious, these beliefs about who I am and what I'm capable of and this control, this oversense of control and this need for everything to be okay that I wasn't aware of, this is how this is showing up in my life. So now it's very, very easy to pinpoint, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. When you see these patterns, you can kind of talk to a handful of people and go, okay, I see your patterns. Okay. I see your patterns. It's easier to identify because you've been there or you've experienced a version of, of something in relation to it. Absolutely. There's that connection piece again. And you're so right when you talk about those patterns that we've established and the belief systems that we may have in place that we haven't even looked at if they're actually our beliefs or not. Mm-hmm. And so as we become more aware and as we shift our uh, daily thoughts, our daily actions, our daily habits, then, you know, these new patterns can grow in our lives. And you've just been doing exceptional things, which, you know, I'm really excited about. I want to tell people as well about your podcast that you have uh, called Abundantly Clear. So please check that podcast out, Abundantly Clear. And her mission is to help people transform their business uh, through using these same personal development and growth strategies, correct? as well as uh, implementing ways for people to live a more fulfilling life. Hugely powerful and so valuable. And I think there's been a real shift in the corporate world to going from maybe following the policy and procedure manual more into taking care of their people. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Leadership has changed a lot. And I think even in the year of 2020, you know, where I look at the year of 2020, kind of like personal growth, it gets mucky before it gets better. And I think we're kind of collectively doing that right now. And I would, I'm hopeful that that continues to improve. Absolutely. And uh, mucky is a great way to describe (laughs) what's been happening in 2020, because as we dig through that muck, we get the clarity. Yes, we have to see the truths and not just the truth. I should uh, say this differently. We have to see what paradigms we're really living in that are not working in order to then replace it with what does. And I think that one thing 2020 has taught me is to be more adaptable, to be more open to change. Um, And have you found that in the business world as well? Absolutely. I mean, when it comes to business and career, I think one thing that a lot of people in a nine to five job know right now is that there's no certainty. There's no certainty. And that's the reality of it. And in business, there's also no certainty. But what you can be certain of is how you respond, how you react, how you show up, and what you choose to do with the situations that happen. And that is something that not only in 2020 is that going to show up, that's going to show up for years and years and years. But your ability to adapt with the current circumstances, that's just going to strengthen and make it easier to resolve things and to move through things as it shows up in the continued and following years. Yes, I think it's been a a big part of learning to let go of control. Absolutely. That ties back into that stress piece that you teach about, right? When we're hanging so tightly onto the control, our stress level just goes up and up and up. You know, we may tell ourselves, hey, I'm in control, so I'm not as stressed. But when we're hanging onto control so tightly and things don't go exactly how we had envisioned them in our business plan and in our minds, the stress level really increases. So do you Absolutely. Have- along that line for helping people to reduce stress in their life? You know, I think to just bring a little bit more play into it, I like to just, because I do a lot of deep work with people and obviously that's for a time and a place, but between the podcast and for the listeners, I just love to shift the gears for a second and say, how boring would it be if we actually knew every single thing that was going to happen all of the time? And if we really allow ourselves to think about how dull life would be if like right now you can predict exactly what's going to happen 100 days from now, 300 days from now, you knew when you wake up in the beginning of the morning to the end of the day, how everything was going to go, would you even look forward to it? You know, would it even have any excitement? For me, the answer is no. (laughs) And where would the opportunity for growth be in that? Exactly. Yes. You know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And Because there is this uncertainty, the personal growth is in the adaptability, right? In the acceptance, in the connectiveness of people, even though we may not be there personally. It's just, you know, it can be a really beautiful thing when we need to shift. And this is definitely a period of shifting for sure. Well, I really appreciate what you are sharing with us. I want to share a quote that is your quote, actually, with the viewers and the listeners. And it is question your ability to allow yourself to do more than you are doing right now. Just let that sink in for a minute. Question your ability to allow yourself to do more than you are doing right now. And, you know, what does that mean for you when you hear those words coming back to you? For me personally? 
to question myself and allow myself to do more than I'm doing right now? That's a great question. I am going through kind of a seasonal shift right now. I just purchased another home. We're about to move. There's I'm changing podcast production teams. So in the next six weeks, there's a lot of change that's about to happen. And if I were to question my own, how I'm showing up to that right now, it would really be, am I fully trusting that everything is going to work out and everything's going to fall into place and everything is going to, you know, do as it does. And there's a level of that, that the answer is no, I'm not. So I can lean into that a little bit more and trust a little bit deeper that everything's going to shift. That is a great example. And we will be thinking of you and wishing you well through (laughs) all of the shifts and positive changes in your life. And uh, do know that life loves you and takes care of you and that everything is going to work out for your highest good. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next time.